Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction, the podcast that revolves around one central theme, stories and the people that tell them. We'll talk about movies, TV shows, video games, historical events and weird news headlines. There's really no topic we won't touch. But it doesn't stop there. If you've got a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Until then, it's story time. Bad Fan Fiction. Written by J.A. Bryden. Read by Christopher Park. Master Luke Skywalker stood. His knees still felt like exploding daggers every time he made a move. Bacta tanks were a wonder of the galaxy, but even modern healing could only go so far, and it couldn't erase 70 years of trials and tribulations. But more so, Luke wouldn't want the dull page to disappear, as it was a reminder of the life he lived. Slowly and surely, he made his way up the winding stairs, taking a deep breath as he reached the top of the temple spire. The cool air from the sea breeze, it reinvigorated him. It was nothing like the dry air of Tatooine. There had been many worlds petitioning for him to move his temple to their planet, even loud voices from Coruscant to reclaim the old Jedi temple within the heart of the city. However, this world just felt right. Naboo was the resting place of his mother, and just being on this world, he felt close to the woman that gave him life. As he walked across the balcony, he stared across the temple grounds, and his heart was filled with pride. He watched as Master Grogu helped his students in meditation. Seeing this filled his mind of Din Djarin. Your son has found his way. I know you would be proud. Jedi's and Mandalorians, sworn enemies. So much so when the Knights of Ren were searching for Jedi survivors throughout the galaxy that they failed to check Mandalore, where Master Grogu had hidden many of the surviving students. When the First Order did attack, by creed, the Mandalorians defended the Jedi. Din Djarin, the Mandalore, defended his child with his life. A pool of sadness that would soon consume him was shattered with the sound of laughter. Luke's eyes followed the sound where he saw Jedi Knights Finn and Poe Dameron using their force powers to throw fruit at their students. In the Republic, students were taken at infancy, often knowing no other lights, life but the Jedi path. Poe and Finn were living proof that the choice you'd make to walk down this path the hardships you learn, the obstacles you must overcome, is just as important as any Jedi wielding the power of the Force. As an older and wiser man, Master Luke now understood, all could be trained in the ways of the Force, but not all should become Jedi. Finally, his gaze rested upon a familiar face, wearing a near identical tunic that Anakin wore during the Clone Wars. It was his beloved nephew, Master Ben Solo. 
Seeing him standing there with a smile on his face, a far cry from the arrogant youth he was. While the scars of Kylo Ren still remained, Ben Solo had prevailed. Subconsciously, Luke looked at his gloved hand on his nephew's arm, hiding the newly acquired mechanical hand. As Luke looked at his own, a voice echoed, shattering through his thoughts. Is it fated that all Skywalkers must lose a hand? Luke looked up and smiled. The galaxy was kind, thankfully blessing her with her with her mother's looks. All be the ones that maim each other. Luke laughed. Ray frowned. I feel... Luke held up his hand. I know. You cut down Kylo Ren to save Ben Solo. As they watched the others train, no words were spoken and none needed to be. Luke could sense all the emotions from his long lost child and he could, and she could experience the same. Father, what was she like? The memories that filled his heart were not of sadness, fear, or of anger, but a calming peace, a calming joy. When we first met, she was hired to kill me. Thankfully, the ship that crashed and we were stranded on, on that desert planet. We were forced to work together. And that's when, that's when I truly met her. The most compassionate, caring soul in the galaxy. You are more like her than, than you realize. Ray nodded. She knew what she had to say, but it still saddened her. You're leaving us, aren't you? To be with her. Luke held his daughter's hand and pulled her close into an embrace. The Force will be with you, always, and so will I. But my journey is at its end, and yours has just begun. After a long goodbye, Luke gently kissed his daughter on her forehead. And with the galaxy once again safe, with the Force once again at balance, and the Jedi restored, Luke Skywalker. Jedi Master vanished, returning the borrowed energy of his life to the Force, safe in the knowledge that the next generation of heroes had arrived. Welcome everyone to Stories True and the Fictional. I am of course your host and sometimes radio voice, Chris Park. I am of course joined by the legend himself, author, writer, <laughs> publisher, J.A. Bryden, how are you, sir? I, I'm very well, and I I, I checked my um, Night Jamie emails, and um, not only did I send that to you, I sent it to Ryan Johnson <laughs> with, with the, the title, um, and that's how you do it. And that's how you do it. <laughs> um, I must say, Night Jamie has a, has, a, has, a, has a... Your writing style is Night Jamie. You have a firm grasp on the pop culture. You, you, you like yeah. to joke and laugh, saying, you know, you don't care so much. But clearly, when, when we read the words of Night Jamie, yeah. we can feel it. <laughs> Particularly the voice messages he leaves, where he's like, Chris, <laughs> I've sent you something I think you'll enjoy reading. I've had to cut down the length because it was 3,000 words. 
Can you make it about 700 for me? <laughs> and so I once again had to edit away all of that work. But again... Yeah, you, let, me, the, let me guess, I, you cut out the Cat Graham and Henry Cavill? I had to cut out all of the Cat Graham and Henry Cavill's subplots and stories of the you know two students. But again, that can be added yeah. in at a later date. <laughs> and of course, with us here, we have someone who is considered the foremost expert on all things Bruce Wayne, Batman, and sometimes Rachel Gould. Ryan D. Haig, how are you going, sir? I'm, I'm glad we established that I'm not a, I'm, I'm a sometimes expert on Rachel Gould. Thank you. I'm, I'm good, sir. How are you? Well, this was a big week. It was. This was an exciting week. Before we jump into the week of excitement, I am remiss if we don't thank our Lord and Saviour and patron of the arts, sponsor of Night Jamie's Ramblings. Fellow member of the Commonwealth. <laughs> Fellow member of the Commonwealth, Rebecca Castles, author and producer of the Rising Dawn series available on Amazon. Please go check that out. If you enjoy a good story of romance, shocking tales, and if you enjoy a little bit of steam in your books, then please go check this out. And also, it has some supernatural elements, but they are a different and slightly more modern take, and it makes it even more enjoyable. She is obviously, of course, working with J.A. Bryden on a few additional writing projects, <laughs> which will be obviously the, the Cat, Graham, and Henry Cavill uh, stories. Probably going to go, like, it's the, 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 the Jamie, like, Jamie goes back and forth with Rebecca all the time in terms of, which Henry Cavill and Cat Graham story is more appropriate. Okay. Yeah. But I think they've narrowed it down to about two or three. So, you know, I, I, I look forward. I look forward to reading the first these, draft. These, these are the statements that make her message me. Insane <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah. The saying like what? That her new that her book, The Rising Dawn, is available on Amazon. And please go check it out on Amazon and no, also she on Kindle. She, does, she doesn't have to have to say that, but but um we say that for her. Exactly. Now, what I mean by big week, we had one, the first time I've ever seen a functional government, whereas <laughs> a US politician tweeted out that if James Gunn did not release his plans for the DCE, but before February 1st, he was going to launch a full uh, committee inquiry, and he was going to ask the tough questions that, that you know, people weren't answered. Mm -hmm. James Gunn even replied to that tweet with like the, the sad, shocked face, which was, you know, hilarious. But then he finally did it. Mm -hmm. He announced the future of the, I don't know if he's, I think he even said DCEU or DCU. No, it's, it's, it's DCU. 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 He said yeah. DCU. Yeah. And gentlemen, I'm not one for hope. <laughs> I believe the glass is not half empty. I believe the glass is failing and, and everything is losing and we're going to all drown in, in suffering, let alone the lack of water inside of the glass. Mm -hmm. But this announcement, it almost gave me, as, as Hans Zimmer once wrote a song for Superman, an ideal hope. <laughs> now, Ryan, as the other fan of the DCU, what were your thoughts on the announcements that came about um it's pretty much the same as all of us uh, i think it's it's just proven that having james gunn at the helm of this 
DCU is, is a good choice. It's a good, it's a step in the right direction. Well, it's a massive leap in the right direction. Mm. Um, some of these things that were announced, um, immediately I had ideas for who were going to play them. And I, I look, I, it, it's given me the DCU that I've wanted all along, you know, rather than just let's have a just, let's just do Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Let's just, and then let's do Batman again and again and Superman again and again. And let's just sprinkle mm-hmm. a little bit of, the other things that everyone wants here and there, but mm. yeah, mm. filled me with, with hope. Now, Jamie, as a casual observer of the <laughs> arts, <a> casual, yeah. <laughs> um, what were your thoughts on the DCEU? Uh, the DCEU. Look, no, Sorry, look, I, I, watched, I watched the, uh, the James Gunn um, announcement. It was really cool. You, you guys should probably check it out. So I'd say it's on YouTube. Yeah. It's all over social media where he just stands there and he yeah. explains. I mean, if and, you just type in James Gunn in the, it will come up. Yeah. Um, look, a lot, a lot of, a few of the things I didn't know at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that, the thing that I got excited about was probably um, Batman mm-hmm. and Robin done right. <laughs> the, the brave you know? and the bold. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So let's let's go. I've, I've got I've got the list pulled through. up. So I figured because yeah, yeah. Let's, let's you, guys the, you guys are the you guys are the I'm going to swap yep. roles with Chris. So, so Jamie, <laughs> yep, host away with young man. Um, because you guys probably have more to say about um the, these kind of things. Look, the first one on this list is Superman Legacy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, what 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 I what grabs me first of all is the image that they're using everywhere to promote mm. this, which is. Uh, All-Star Superman, which is um, a great, 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 great Superman story. Um, it's, it basically is what James Gunn's describing as, yep. you know, it's, it's a mix of, uh, you know, Superman and Clark Kent, you know, coping with being an alien in a world, you know, in a world full of humans or yep. potentially being a god among men and yep. um, about how he, you know, he, he, how he's dealing with that. Um, if they're basing it anything off All Star Superman, I think they've, they've hit the nail on the head. Um, and being James Gunn, there's there's always a reason why he shares certain images with descriptions. So um, yeah, look, if we're going with All Star Superman, I'm in. Without even you don't you don't even need to give me a cast. You can I'm in because it's an amazing yep. story. Now. There's many, many people have, you know, different ideals of what Superman should be. And, and, and the, 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 the writers, I'm not gonna call them lazy, but sure, who want to write a Superman story, but they don't understand Superman. They go, let's, what happens if Superman was dark and yeah. gritty and, and he didn't yeah. want to save the world? Like, that's not, but then you're not, then you're just writing about, yeah. then you're just writing about Homelander. Like yeah. at that point, you're just basically writing about, like, Superman is meant to be the hope. He is meant to, he is meant to, and yes, it is somewhat. The point is, it's yes, it's unrealistic that a god like a god creature would use his powers in this way. But that's the kind of the point of it all. It's basically, it is someone born that came to Earth that has the power, if he so ever wanted it, to basically rule over the entire planet mm. with great ease. But he is trying to show humanity the way. He's trying to he's trying to be a a beacon of hope. He's trying to lift humanity up to the point of you know petty squabbles and fighting you know it doesn't it's all it doesn't matter and as i said to jamie um and also tonight jamie <laughs> the kind of superman that i want to see on screen is the kind that you know when he flies over 
because I want it to be sort of set in mo- mo- uh, modern times and, you know, the crowds, I want to see them, that mm-hmm. they, they pull their phones out, they protest him saying, how dare he, we don't need Superman. And then when the city is being attacked by obviously the giant thing, they call out for help. And he turns up and doesn't be like, oh, so you need me now. He turns up with no. a smile and yeah. saves him and just, just does his job because yep. he's Superman. He's better than that. He's better than you. The fact that he hasn't cracked it and said, "Fine, I'm going to rule you all," like because you can't fucking do it yourselves, is mm-hmm. is the whole point of the is the whole point yeah. of the exercise. Yeah. And that's the kind of Superman that we want to see. And look, as much as I love Henry Cavill, I don't think he can play that kind of Superman. What do you think, Jamie? As a, as look, a no, Henry look, Cavill fan? I I reckon I reckon he couldn't because we've you remember that video that when everyone all the people complained about um, Man of Steel and then someone released the brightened version yeah and it was all in color and you're just going yes it it, it would have you know i thought i thought that um his betrayal was better in um you know the the snyder cut in terms of yeah the four hour justice league (laughs) yeah the four hour justice league like yeah it was a better betrayal of yeah. Superman than we got in. That was yeah. probably his best. That probably was his best betrayal of the character. But yeah, yeah. look, I, I like. I understand Zack Snyder also wanting to cast his own Superman because, in terms of you, if you're casting, if you're taking over uh, DC and you're casting the big roles, you want to yeah. cast Batman, you want to cast Superman, you want to cast yeah. Wonder Woman. That's what you'd want to do. Aquaman, you, you, you take it, take it or leave it. Like it's, it's, oh. you know, it'd be cool. It'd be cool, you know. But those, those, those are the big ones you want to cast. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's slotted for twenty twenty five, which isn't really too far away when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, they like they would have to announce some casting fairly quickly. Yeah. Like, well, I'd say he's on an, uh, and knowing James Gunn, he's probably got a short list. Well, I think I think they said May, even May twenty twenty five for this yeah. for, for Superman. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so they they want to be filming this year, yeah. back end back end yeah. of this year, <laughs> which means they already had to have found an actor in shape. Yeah, or found the actor and oh, gone, okay, oh. you have six months <laughs> to gain like significant muscle. So he's probably hanging out at wrestling arenas, Ryan. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. No, yeah. So I think because they were they were saying uh, something like um, from May till September 2025 we get four massive movies like yeah. Superman, the, mm. and the Avengers, Kang Dynasty, uh, and two other massive movies. So well, wasn't he saying that it was the like moment. they they want? Uh, I think it's like two movies and a series movies, every year. Two movies and two series. Yeah. Every every- year. Wow. Which it, look, that's not oversaturation either. No, I think that's a decent amount of t- could, content. It's not you could too have much. a movie in not, summer. Yeah, yeah. You could have a movie in summer in the States, like May, June. Yeah. And then have one towards the back end of the year. And yeah. then you can have two TV shows in between. That's not, that's not, yeah. Mar- and, and I love Marvel, but that's not Marvel's oversaturation. Yeah. Where we yeah, have, that's like, not, not Marvel's, Marvel like, we've got six year. films yeah. this year. Uh, one might be good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, two, well that's what I mean. Two fit two good films and two good series. Yeah. That that's enough to keep yeah. it going. Yeah. I absolutely agree. Now, James Gunn did put a Twitter poll, and the poll was trunks or no trunks on the Superman costume. <laughs> now, a lot of people voted for trunks, and I just have to say that those people are dumb. Like, I'm sorry, like I like look. 
I get that you like <laughs> Superman to wear underwear on the outside for some unknown fucking reason. I get that you go true to the source material. Chris. That's true. Like, that's traditional. <laughs> but guess what? It was also traditional to have a whites only basketball league. We learned that that wasn't a great idea, didn't we? We learned that that was stupid. Oh, on that, did you? I don't know if you guys heard. Um, just a little off topic. The in America somewhere, a twenty-two-year-old assistant basketball coach posed as a player for an uh, under thirteens. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> That's all uh, mean. That's just... That was mean. <laughs> it would have been like you know. Yes. That's mean. Yeah. yeah. The point is, just because it we did it some way doesn't mean. I mean, the reason why they that costume existed was because of the muscle men used to do it, and the reason why the muscle men used to do that was because it was like you know the fifties and they couldn't show nudity, but they wanted to show underwear. So they're going, oh look, it's underwear, but it's not quite nudity, <laughs> is it? No, he's still wearing something on the outside, so we still can be broadcasters on NBC. Like, so what you're the, saying is it's the male equivalent of of showing some ankle. Exactly. That was the male equivalent of showing some ankle. And let's be honest, I don't like. It's the stupidest. Like, I, like, I, 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 like, I love Superman, and, and but when the DCEU, the when the New Fifty Two was released, and they changed the costume to be something that a, a human would wear, I was like, that is a Superman I can get behind because <laughs> that looks and the, the Batman costume is saying, and and every single movie that you know. If the underwear is so good on the outside, how come every single Nolan film or every single time someone's Batman, they haven't gone, let's do that. No, they've gone, <laughs> that looks stupid. Right. Let's yeah. not do it. Yeah. yeah. So I understand that, that there's tradition. And I understand that, you know, but there's some, but we have forgotten some traditions for good reasons. And I think this is, you know, this yeah. is probably one of the, this is also one of the reasons. Well, next on the list, I know nothing about. It's maybe Ryan knows about this. It's called The Authority. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Uh, from from Wildstorm, yeah. Wild, from, the Wildstorm Wild universe is coming. Mm-hmm. I know that they've only announced one Wildstorm project, but because they've announced one, they could announce more. Does that mean in this DCEU we could get the Wildcats? We could get Gen Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. come on, like that's the, the <clears throat> like. Well, that's I, what I, I mean. Okay. If the Authority does, the, but the, I think I think the reason why they've gone with the authority because recently in the last 12 months, there's been a few crossovers with Superman and the authority, Batman and the authority in the comics. So mm. I think they're like, well, okay, this is a wild storm idea that a lot of the, you know, the new readers would be behind and the, you know, I mean, look, it's a step in the right direction. If we, if it, if this movie does well and people get behind it, we'll get more, we'll get wildcats, we'll get gen 13, we'll get more, so- more of the authority. For someone who doesn't know anything about it, give us a rundown. Like, what, what, what is the authority? Basically, so basically, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, you're right, you're right. No, no, you, you, I'll, you, I'll probably start it off, and Chris can finish it. Um, basically, <laughs> it's a group of seven superheroes. Yep. Um, that are like they're physically bonded to cities, so they're all in. They're all located in in, in different cities and bonded. They, they draw on the strength um, of that city to use their powers. Um, so yeah, and that that's that's pretty much the gist of it. But Chris can probably go into a little bit more more detail. Yeah, so some of some of the the, the the key things that I think I think the reason why they why they're they're doing them is because if you're making this Superman this basically this icon of you know showing a world that kindness is exists and a world that thinks it's old fashioned to be kind and you know, thing, 
And then showing us here is a team that goes, the means justify the end. So, <laughs> like, yeah. oh, there's a super villain in that building, but there's it's a children's hospital. Ah, we could laser it, right? Yeah, I mean, we killed the dude. But yeah, sure, like, 70 children die. But wow. the dude dies. Mm, yeah, okay. Yep, you know what? Worthwhile. But then the cool thing about this as well is people always say, like, oh, who could Superman actually realistically fight? His name is Apollo. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know if Superman could beat Apollo to be to be like depends on what type of, like the like depends on the scale of power. But I don't know if Superman could beat Apollo in a fight if they're like because that he is he is on that super level power in terms of like abilities. Maybe even a little bit more depending on how you look at it. Yeah. So basically, if you want an idea of what um, Apollo looks like, think Magneto. Um, and uh, Hyperion from the Marvel Universe sort of merged. Wow. He's got the he's got the 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 white hair, um, and like a, the white uniform with the gold inlay, and he just looks like. But I think he's also got, even though he knows his power, he's also got a bit of the Loki's arrogance to it as mm. well. Oh, I think that's the definitely. best way to describe it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's uh like if you Google the image, it'll give you. Literally, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. Look, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. They did touched on, uh, and he's also uh, he's also gay, but he has been gay for a very, 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 very long yeah, time. He was actually so, I think, so he's established. I, I think he was actually one of the first um, openly gay. He, he, yeah, he was married to uh, another superhero years, yeah. called Midnighter, and Midnighter was like a, a basically, a, a, if Batman was bad, kind of thing, like worse. He he had I love mid with Midnighter. He used to have these black gloves that whenever he got into a fight, uh, they would protrude like silver silver uh, sharp knuckles yeah. all all over there, and he just used to beat the crap out of everyone. Mm. Uh, they did make a brief appearance in DC Comics when they did the New Fifty Two under a um, comic called Stormwatch. So Apollo and Midnighter were the co leaders of a team there, but I think I'm really looking forward to seeing. Yeah. Seeing someone of, of someone who can give Superman a run for his money, and that means, as I said, there's been recent comics with Superman versus the Authority. We could get that. Who knows? And the cool thing about the two powers, which are very similar, flight, self self sustaining healing and vulnerability, yeah. um, heat vision. Although, although having said that, Apollo can shoot energy energy projectiles yep. from any part of his body, so that yep. kind of makes him more powerful. But the difference is, um, someone once said that Superman is like a battery. He draws yep. in yeah, the sun's true. energy and stores it with inside of his body mm-hmm. and then uses that body during the day um, to basically, you know, to, to power himself. Apollo is a, a Apollo is a solar panel. So whilst mm-hmm. he needs to be in near or direct sunlight, when he's got that direct sunlight, he's just, he's like, mm-hmm. he's a, a force to be reckoned with. So basically Superman has a chance if they fight, if he fights in like in the middle of the night, in a pit, away, like, like deep underground, and Superman, because obviously he he still has access to the to, to the solar energy, so he still has his powers. Broad daylight, open field in the middle of a sunny day, a sunny Kansas. Nah, like I think <laughs> I think Apollo, I think Apollo gets him. Like, and I think like, I, I think that's that's it's going to be interesting where they go with it because there's so much potential there. There's so many. I mean, we're only talking about Apollo and Midnighter. That's only two of the there's, team. But... There's, 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 that's only two of the yeah. characters yeah, and, in the squad. And, and yeah. I think, you know, James, as I said, in, I think James Gunn's proven with his announcement that in, in Gunn we trust. Yeah. Um, and 
uh, we we could get an authority, but we could get an Apollo versus Superman. We could get an mm. we could get the authority versus the Justice League. Who knows? Mm. That would be a that would be a, a civil war. I would really freaking like to see. That'd be more of a civil war that rather than a civil disagreement like we got with Marvel. Yeah, and but one thing that's really funny because they, they because James Gunn like said that they were gonna like still do like um Peacemaker. Yep, I would have thought he would just recast his wife as Jenny Sparks. Like, I thought, like, she'd be like... Because, like, you look at them, yeah, and his wife is Jenny Sparks. Like, yeah. that, that, yeah. like she literally, like, that's how, like, going, if you're doing the authority, wouldn't you, like, wouldn't you, like... Maybe he's, know. maybe he's, maybe he's just, like, he maybe she said no. Maybe she's she's happy where she is. She's happy with Peacemaker, and they are continuing that on. Not for not in this phase, I don't think. But no, um, no. they're continuing parts of it on. But yeah, look, maybe maybe she maybe she's gonna disappear from Peacemaker. And yeah, having said <laughs> that, look, if she if she disappears from pay, uh, from Peacemaker and Jenna Holland appears as Jenny Sparks, Jennifer Sparks, I would say that's the that's that's honestly a perfect casting so i'm yeah. like i'm like shocked that like that doesn't happen because it, it would be insane not to happen that's yeah. just that's just bad that's just crazy uh jb do you want to move on to the next one yeah um one that's going to make brian uh ryan very very erect uh brave and bold yeah this is another one where i like i i'm i'm, I'm probably reading way too much into it but i <laughs> like i like the picture that that he's posted there now yeah. this picture is from Grant Morrison, who is one of the all-time comic gods, um, mm-hmm. he's where he did a comic called Batman and Robin, and um, he this ran this was part of the New Fifty Two, I believe, or maybe just before, and it ran for about two years, and it was probably the best Batman. Or it was it was Batman and Damian Wayne, um, so we did, which is akin to James Gunn has said yes that he's going to be Damian Wayne in the Robin suit. Yep. Um, and yeah, look, if, if that's the case, again, same with Superman, All-Star Superman, James Gunn is literally, it's like he's rifling through my head to pick out the best possible arcs mm. to use because yeah. this, this the you know, the Brave and the Bold, the title goes way back to, to Batman comic oh, where yeah, you need like, to team up with yeah, different old, superheroes, old, old title, which man. is great. And look, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped, you know, like it's going to yeah. be, it's, it's going to be great to see a real like and no disrespect to chris o'donnell because that was the time back then <laughs> yeah. um, but we're gonna see the real batman and robin and the fact yeah. that it's damian wayne um it, it, we're gonna we're, they're gonna obviously explore that whether it be through flashbacks if it's already established or whether we see because see in this in that grant morrison arc batman and robin that's where we get introduced to damian wayne that's where he gets sent to kill batman by his mother talia al Ghul. Um, with a whole bunch of the Talia gets her hands on some man bat serum, and and not only does she do that, she injects the man bat serum into ninjas. So you're now oh, yeah. flying bat ninjas <laughs> under the command of Damian Wayne, working for the League of the Shadows at, at eight years old, mind you, um, coming to kill. And and the most famous, I love the last page of the first issue. Um, is Damian Wayne with a sword pushed into Batman's stomach, say, hello, father, I'm here to kill you. Yeah. And that image alone is worth... And, and the fact that they've shared that image, I'm truly excited. Now, 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 Ryan, key piece of question for you. 
How I know upset, what you're going to ask. I know what you're going to ask. How upset will you be if they change the um, <laughs> conceptual conception story of uh, they, uh, look, of Damien they, Wayne? They're going to have to because no, they're not. No, going, they're not no. going to show a woman raping a man. No, but on TV, they, they can drug not, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't have to show it, but I don't want them to no. change a single aspect of that story. Yeah. No, look, look. I I honestly think much like um, the. Venom 2 movie Carnage, they mm-hmm. alluded to certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of, I think they're going to do that. They're going to allude. But then, but then also, you, it's James Gunn, so he can never know. He yeah, might, no, he no, no, no well, because he said while they will be doing some R-rated yeah. content, which we'll get to later, um, he's going to keep the, the main ones more PG-13 because money oh no i get it <laughs> you, know, you know i get it look i I'm, i agree look if they do they'll just do yeah you're right they'll allude to it um she she would have drugged batman and it will be a lot more tamer than what it was in in the comics um she would have drugged batman he which which would have lulled his senses and he would have consented under the influence of drugs rather than or, being knocked out and she just jumps on top of him yeah. or, yeah, you or see, you see, another another thing that i think they could do really well is if basically she infiltrates his life, lives multiple years, doings him, and then disappears. And then you know he no, doesn't hear and he no, has no, 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 no idea no. who this, she was. This, this is what Chris wants. Chris <laughs> wants Talia to be adopted by Batman's pe- Bruce Wayne's parents. <laughs> no, no. What I, I mean... was going to say is, is, is Batman. Batman could could marry <laughs> could marry um, the other Al Ghul sister, <laughs> and then she she would be his stepsister. Yeah. Look, I think it's going to be interesting, but look, as I said, that that image, that story, mm. James Gunn, I, I'm in heaven. But Ryan, the whole one of the, the things that is so interesting about Damien is obviously one, he's probably the better fight, best fighter of all of the yeah. bat children. Because he has but, no emotions. <laughs> correct. And is, and is a train killer. Um, but again, I, 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 I do want to get into the point that Batman is the worst teacher of all time, but then that's, that's a separate, that's a separate conversation. Mm-hmm. But, but do you, what do you feel about doing Damien Wayne without Dick Grayson doing, like bring it like, how do you think that? How do you think that's going to work? As in, like introducing us with Rob, the first Robin being Damien Wayne, not actually Dick Grayson. Look, the end of the day, um, who knows? I, I, I honestly don't know how they're going to do that. You know, because you've got Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Tim Drake. Uh, yep. uh, whether they're not going to exist, or whether it's just going to be, you know, tried and failed. Kind of thing, or whether they're, they're not going to, they're just not going to be in it at all. I'm, they don't have to be. It just depends. We don't know enough about the story. We've mm. been that Jamie and Wayne's in it. Uh, I don't yeah. think he's going to go the route of having like an older Batman like they did with Ben Affleck, which I love Ben Affleck as Batman, but I don't think they're going to do that again because they want to have tell these stories and have a young yeah. cast. But I, I honestly, I, I don't know. Like, I'm okay with it. Um, because they could, you know, these guys could be brought in in different ways. Yeah. You know, I mean, my, my my initial thoughts are they just basically pick up at that point where uh, Dick Grayson actually is Nightwing, so they just introduce yeah. him immediately as Nightwing. Yeah, and then they 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 allude to Jason Todd's death and they sort of talk about it. Like, so then you leave that door, like leave that door open to say, like, you know, if you want to do like the Red Hood yeah. and you can. I think that's a good that like that that would be very um, that's a good idea. But 
would you would you do the whole Hollywood of aging up of the of the character? Because like an eight year old murdering people with a sword, a lot of people might go, Ugh. but a fifteen year old, they're like, ah. No, look, <laughs> look, it worked with Hit Girl. In Kick yeah, Ass. Yeah, no, look, yeah, that was that was fantastic. That was that was a little different because behind with um Kick Ass, well trivia that I know, um, they couldn't get a studio to support that because of Hit Girl, so it was Honestly, independent. I th- honestly, it has to be. He has to be eight to ten. Yeah, has to be. Look, I'll go maybe twelve max. But it has to. Uh, if you if you're telling that story, and here's something that we might might even throw you off. Around this time, just before this arc, uh, Damian Wayne was still. Oh, sorry, just after this arc, Dick Grayson was Batman because Batman was dead. That's true, yes. Who's to say that James Gunn's not going to throw a curveball and the Batman we get in this movie is Dick Grayson? Oh, that would be a that would be because a wicked Dick curveball. Inher- Dick Grayson inherited all Bruce Wayne's money. He yes. had Alfred. He had the mansion. He had the, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think this is going to happen, but it's another no. possibility. Do mm. you think that would be well-received, though? No, not no, at all. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, ja- James, Gunn, just... James Gunn's pretty pretty good with avoiding yeah. disappointment. I I I love Nightwing. I don't. I think he doesn't get enough um, love because obviously, um, you know, he's just part of the quote unquote Bat family. But that's more on Bruce Wayne not training up his wards to basically like everyone knows when you're a teacher. The true sign of a teacher is when your is your students should surpass you. That is just that 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 is a standard rule. Yeah. But Batman always holds something back in the training because he's like, I don't want them to become like me. It's like, no, you're just making shitty people that die. Then like you gotta, <laughs> you gotta go like, you gotta go all in. Look, Having I said think that, I think um, Nightwing is the closest thing to Batman that they have in terms of like skill wise, and that. And, and, that, and yeah. I think, look, if if they were to get rid of any of the Robins, I think Tim Drake would probably be the one. Oh yeah, um, just, yeah, like, like I think you say you have to have Jason Todd. Have to have Jason because Todd. you've got to have that door. You've got to be able to tell that that uh, that Red Hood story. If you don't, um, yeah. If, if you don't want to tell Red Hood, you're an idiot. Like that's just, because that's you just... can basically say, let's just say, um, you could even say Batman say thirty thirty two. Um, he Batman started when he was like fifteen sixteen. Let's say Batman gets to twenty, takes on Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson's with him for three years. Okay, so that's say twenty three to twenty five. Jason Todd's only with him for a year, even in the comics, he's only with him for a year. Yep, and yep. then, so that gives him a couple of years by himself for Damian Wayne to come in. That's a possibility. Yep. Having said, now that you've said that 30, I, I can just see it now, like a, like a 16-year-old Bruce Wayne knocking up a girl and then when he's 32 as Batman, this 14-year-old kid appears in his life. I can just, <laughs> like, now that you've said that age, I'm like, going, crap, that's what they're going to do. They're going to age him up to 14, 15. Batman will be about 32. They say he ha- he'll have him when he was like just 16, like to, to make yeah. the ages. I was like, I was like, oh, Ryan, you just that's but, that's exactly what they're gonna do. But then, but then we've got James Gunn. You know what I mean? Like he basically he's come out and said, you know, everything before this has been a complete and utter fuck up. He literally said that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it could be. I oh no, think, he did not hold back. He yeah. he did not he did not hold back. And I'm not going. At all. Yeah. I, I like. I like I like to see people go. I disagree. I love that. Oh, okay. No, I was like that, like that <laughs> meme you sent the other day, Chris. That just it was just perfect. It was the reason yeah. that that Shazam and Black Adam came out six months apart and had nothing to do with each other. It's yeah. the reason. It's why the we problem need with this. the problem. Yeah, exactly. 100%, exactly. Hundred uh, But yeah, look, oh, I'm yeah. I'm let's just wait and see. But I'm I'm more excited for this than I was for the Pattinson uh, Batman, which was still a good film. But I'm now really excited for this. I I, I predict. 
This is my prediction that James Gunn will do everything he can to make the Patterson sequel fail. No, well, well he's, he's already said and, 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 and the reason why is he probably went because I can imagine him going to Reeves and say, Can we use your Batman in the, the DCU? And Reeves being like, No. And so I can see James Gunn go like, Well, then I will destroy you. No, well, he won't, ha- won't have to. Look, and he's already said that, that they, these are Elseworld um, titles. Yeah, so yeah but, but, called... they, but there can only be one screen Batman at a time. So yeah. James Gunn has to make sure that his is better than Robert Patterson. Oh no! Well, now that I say that, now that I say that out loud, it's not hard. <laughs> the, 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 the Batman sequel is coming out in 2025. So, Chris, 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 mate, that's it, 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 like saying. Basically, like, said the Joker, the Joker movies, the the Robert Pattinson Batman. But you got to look at it. The 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 Nolan trilogy was Elseworld. It had no connection true, to the true. DCU that was happening true, true, true. at the time. Um, I'm happy for like I had this discussion with a couple of people. I'm happy for 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 Pattinson to exist in Elseworld. Like you've got the DC fifty two literally relates to fifty two separate universes, where yeah, um, you know, Earth Prime, Earth this, Earth. You know, yeah. I'm happy for that to be like Earth sixty five, and that's whilst it was exist in that universe. Because whilst it didn't really work in Marvel. In DC, multiverse has always been a concept yeah. and it's always been a very good concept. Yeah. And it's always been done very well in, uh, in DC well, so they can't seem like Marvel is just basically just different writers going, oh, I want to I want to yeah. do a different thing. So, oh, it's a new universe. But DC sort of uh, after that Flash story where um, Flash sort of brought all the, the, connected all of the multiverse together, um, I thought that they've always done different multiverse stories because obviously we got the crime syndicate, one of, one of my favorite yeah. fucking things in the fucking universe. Like, Oh, I, I want Ultraman. I swear yeah. if James Gunn doesn't give me Ultraman. But like I don't, that, I don't know if they will because I think that's a little too close to Homelander kind of thing. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I could be wrong, but... No, look, you, look you're right. It's very close to Homelander, but it's like... I don't know. There's, there's something classic about Ultraman, which I like oh, yeah. that, that I love. No, 100%. Let's see what happens. Well, another one for um, that so far has the best... Um, Portrayal, which was in Smallville. Kara um, mm-hmm. Zarel. We're getting a Supergirl Zarell, movie. Supergirl. Supergirl. Woman of Tomorrow. Woman of Tomorrow. Um, thoughts? This is an interesting one because this is they're not actually going to the 90s. They're actually going with a recent comic. Yep. Which is really... Like, and But the funny thing is, of all the recent comics, this is the only one that, that was good. So, like, it's not like... <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 like so, like, they were going, let's not just go to the 80s and 90s. Let's go to the recently. What's the one that was good? This one. Here you go. <laughs> what was yes. what was the most uh, successful one? <laughs> Supergirl living on basically a, a, a you know a piece of Krypton, a lot mm-hmm. more, and basically floating through space. I think it's a good story. It keeps it does separate. It does keep them a little bit separate until you want to sort of bring them together, which is good. Okay. Um, but it's very clear that they're going with a very different Supergirl. Um, yeah, I guess you know, as, he, as James said, he's a lot more jaded and a lot more angry, a lot more. Yeah, know, and I, I think that's good. I think it's a good idea, and I think it's a good approach. Um, I think they're probably going to recast um, Supergirl. I know that they had a Supergirl planned already. Oh, um, I, and, I just remembered we had a TV show. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, like, they, they had the, they had the the Mexican one or something like. A... Yeah, and and there was some screen. There was some. There was some. I think it was like was it leaked footage of like the costume and what she looked like in the costume. Yeah, it looked um, horrible. And it, it was. I've never. I, I've honestly, and, and given what I heard, I think what Peter Saffron said about the Bat the Batwoman show why they can't the movie like, he was basically saying it was yeah. unbeatable. Instead of basically saying it was unwatchable. So like I was yeah. going like mm. okay, so like clearly they care. Um, 
so yeah, they're gonna, they'll, they'll probably do a recast. And it's, like I think I think that's fine. Um, but yeah, Supergirl is always a weird one because you have to do it like it's high, that like it's always it, to me. It, I wouldn't have gone with Supergirl because that's a that's you know too too much of a hard character to get right. But holy crap, that's that's the one that's gonna that's what James Gunn's wife probably made him do. Fucking hell, yeah. I, think of that yeah. <laughs> I was like fucking hell. Hey, look, hey, look like, they na- they nailed the character in uh, Smallville, I reckon. So. Yeah. And look, what, look what's, it, what's that cartoon that you showed me, Chris? Does and had Supergirl in it. Oh, oh, oh um, it dark side with a dark with a dark side. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And she was perfect. Supergirl back in dark, and yeah, when when she gets taken in and captured by the apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, the, uh, yeah. Superman, Batman, public. Uh, sorry, Superman, Batman, Doomsday. I think that's called Doomsday. Or, yeah, so, yeah. or apocalypse or something oh, like that. Apocalypse. Yeah. That was a yeah. That, that was a that was a perfect perfect portrayal of. Yeah. Um, and look, essentially, she. It's. it's I, I understand why they've done it. Because there's such a strong history behind it. She was sent, you know, she's obviously cousins with with Kal-El, with Superman. Mm-hmm, yeah. And she was mm-hmm. essentially sent, meant to be sent to look after him, to guide him, because she was yep. 16 or 17 and he was just a baby. And yep. they were she was supposed to be his teacher rather than, you know, his father in the fortress was made, meant to be a backup. She was supposed to teach him the Kryptonian yeah. ways yep. on how to be a how to how to help and how to how to be a Kryptonian. And it was only because of the, you know, her ship getting hit by, I think it was hit by an asteroid or something and yeah, diverted yeah. the course that she, did, she didn't get there till it was fully grown. And I think it, it's a good story to tell if you can get it right. And then the comic series, Chris is right, Woman of Tomorrow um, is fantastic. It's a great story. And that's what I'm seeing as a theme here with James Gunn. He's picking stories that are good. He's not yeah. just going, I want to tell this story. He's going to go, look, I want to tell this story, but let's do the research and let's find a, a good set of, of a, a good volume to base the story off. Yeah, and I think if, you, I if you're doing that, you're doing, what do we always say? Respect the source material. Mm-hmm. And he, he's doing, he's immediately doing that already just by the, you know, the three arcs that we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. Three, so yeah, I, three... I, I'm looking forward to it. Three absolute great gems. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, Jamie, you want to move on to the next one? Okay, this is the last mm. for the move, movie slots. This, yeah. this, is one, this is another one that will probably get Ryan erect. Uh, Swamp Thing. <laughs> yeah, this is, this one's going to be good. I enjoyed the the TV show. That was only one season, unfortunately. The short-lived, like, six-episode, like... That, um, yeah, look, wasn't that James Wan? Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah I've, got it, I've got it on Blu-ray. Fantastic. I rewatch it every so often. It's a really good story. Uh, so yeah, you've got Swamp Thing. Alec, a gentleman by the name of Alec Holland uh, was a botanist, of course, because it's Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And he, you know, he he basically has a, a field office in the Louisiana swamplands. Chris mm-hmm. will be happy because it's deep south. And um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically, he his connection. So there's there's three entities. There's you've got the green. They call it the green, which is obviously where Swamp Thing comes from. Yep. You've got uh, the rot, which is where uh, we get um, Swamp Things. Uh, I think I I forget his first name, but it's Arcane. So the rot is basically death. Everything yep. you know, the red they call it, um, which is where it's kind of the opposite of the, of the green. And they've been warring for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years, and they have avatars. And so, not Navi, not the blue ones. They <laughs> have know, this is the green and, ones. <laughs> yeah. So they have. So so Alec Holland becomes Swamp Thing through experimentation that goes wrong. They, he yep. gets thrown into the swamp. But then they decide that yes, he is our avatar of the green, um, and it just moves on from there. So 
Uh, look, it's a really good story. Again, it's another one. If they do it right, it's going to be good. Now, there's no real source material here. That all they've said is they're just going to explore the origins, which is fine. Yeah, which is good. Um, so yeah, that's another wait and see. They haven't really said what arc it's going to be taking over because there's a lot, a lot of swamp thing. But I guess we'll just wait and see on that. But it's, it's a good place to start. Yeah, yeah, and and I, and I guess and here's the question I, that I wonder now on why they might be choosing this one. Do you think they've chosen him because they're going to bring in like they're going to sort of bring in the champions of the of the color the color elements, but they're going to bring in like the black champion, the red champion, the clear. Well, well actually, no, the clear is like Aquaman. Um, the white, <laughs> the gray, uh, the melt, the metal, and the divide. Uh, is it the d- divided? I think it is. Yeah, the divided, which is like the bacterial heroes. Do you think they're going to sort of bring in that like sort of like ch- like sort of champion thing with this mm. one? Because the, the whole story, the whole he said this 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 he said like this um. Chapters called um, um, gods, gods and monsters. monsters. Yeah, and people go like, "Oh, what does that mean?" Gods and monsters are going. They're bringing in the the champion avatar of the green. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty a fairly indication of a god and monster at the same time. Um, so, like, <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, so it'd be good. To, it'd be interesting to see if they bring in just the other ones as well. I um, I honestly personally think it's their way of bringing in Justice League Dark. That's where my bright mind was going because mm, because yep, Swamp yep. Thing's a member of and then with Justice League Dark. You get Zatanna, you get Constantine, you get oh yes, you know, yeah, uh, people like that. So I think it's it's, and I think it's also there because you know what we know James Gunn is colourful and and big, but also he I I think he respects that there are people that do sort of like the horror, the mystical. So he's trying to yeah. giving a taste there. Plus, I mean, if you get if we're going to get Justice League Dark, I mean, I'm happy with that too. Again, it's well, Constantine, um, it's Zatanna, it's yeah. it's like yeah, well. Gomorrah, I heard about 10 years ago, Gomorrah del Toro had a script sitting there that never got yes, made. Yes, he did. Yeah. You know? um, and he'd be perfect. Imagine imagine a Gilmore oh. del Toro Justice League Dark, seriously. Oh. oh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, look, I, that's what, look, I think they'll touch on the, I, I think they'll touch on the, the, the Avatar of the Green, the Avatar of the Red, and all that kind of thing. But I don't think they're going to make that their purpose. Uh, I could be wrong. But I honestly think they're probably well, gonna—it's a gateway to bring in Justice League Dark. Yeah, he could be dipping mm. his toe in the water, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Seeing if people... well, I mean, look at look at James Gunn's Suicide Squad. We have got heroes that ninety nine percent of the world didn't even have, never even heard of yeah. half the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. he could be, but yeah, I guess look, it's yeah, another he, way. Like, he's, he will grab a weird hero yeah. off the shelf. Yeah, he will put polka dot man yeah. front and fucking center <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, fucking... and make it good and make it yes. work. You know yeah. what I mean? You know what I want to see, James Gunn? This is just, I want to see him tackle the Batman sixty six Rogues Gallery. I want James Gunn to do Condiment Man and 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 <laughs> King Tut, King Tut, and stuff like. Imagine because he would do that, and he'd do it yeah. well. I know, that's just a that's just a, a far fetched okay. dream. But I'm would, just saying, would, would you settle for like like let's say like how Rhino was in the Andrew Garfield Spider Man, but he wasn't really in it that much? Like would like a cold open with. Batman taking down Condiment Man, you know, and then yeah, I, I look that'd look, be fine as an opening fight yeah. scene. Yeah, yes, I will yeah. accept that. <laughs> he could even have a few of them. He could like have Condiment Man. He could have King Tart. He could have a few of those, and and that could just be like a no. King Tart know, needs his yeah. own movie. I'm sorry, King Tart is so <laughs> no, cool no, no, no. that he needs his own movie. No, this what you do is as he goes down to the Bat Lair, 
he walks past like where he's captured all of the, the equipment mm-hmm. and you see like the condiment man's costume and you see like the you see like and you see, you, the, like, see you see the pot plant that turned yeah yeah the, 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 yeah so he's yeah you see all the capture he's all he's basically he's captured he, he's yeah. captured treasures from 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 those villains i think that'd be that'd be okay it'll be a good nod for some people to be like ah condiment king because well, i think that'd be a good start to uh, a new like a young batman like he can only take on the these these ridiculous villains to start with before he's had a real test, like with the Joker or with Riddler or something. But just like think that. of like just think of like Batman's like life. Yeah. I'm fighting Condiment King. I'm fighting Joker. <laughs> oh, that's Dark Side. Sure. Let me let me try. Let me let me let me let me just, you know, let me just throw a few punches at this god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just... yeah, so so it's Mon- Monday's Condiment King, Tuesday's Joker. <laughs> Wednesday, Dark Side. Thursday's King Tut. There you go. You're done. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Like... Oh, man. But yeah, look. Right. Poor Batman. Yeah, Swamp Thing. That, that's, I think that's all the movies over now. Yeah, let's move so into far. TV series and uh, yeah. Creature Commandos. Yes, Creature Commandos. So I like it. I like how they're going. Um, they're going a little bit different. So this is going to be another one of Amanda Waller's projects. So this, yeah, this is, is going to be this now. Is weird, this is a weird, obscure like. Uh, look, this is a weird one. The new Fifty Two. We got a comic called Frankenstein: Agents of Shade. Okay, so basically, yeah, yeah. This, and this is where the Creature Commandos came from. So it's, it's basically the Universal monsters. You had a you had a like a mummy, yeah. uh, you had a werewolf, um, which I love because um, I think the werewolf's name was. Um, Jack Russell. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> that, that his actual name was Jack Russell. Yeah. Um, and then you had Frankenstein's monster and Bride of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they all had their unique stories on on how they came apart. Now, and I think is... a TV show would be great for that because you yeah. could spend some time. Yeah. Now this is going to be a cartoon, I think, isn't it? Is it? Is it animated? Let me have a look. I think it was animated. Yeah, I it doesn't mention anything here about. I, th- I think this is one of the animated I'm, ones. Yeah, I'm just remembering from from the video that he. Because it's uh, saying that it's 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 um it's going to feature the Peacemaker team as well. Yeah, yeah. but, he's, but he's I, also... th- I think what I think what he said was it's animated, but um the actors are going to cast as the voice characters are basically the same ones that going to if they make a movie are going to be the ones that will play okay. them in the movie. So right. I think it's, yeah. so. so I guess it, it's a, it's such a weird thing. Start, I think they just I think it's smart. Start off something small, do some animation. Yeah. If it's very successful, then yeah, let's look at a, a much larger look, budget film. Let's face it, thing. DC know how to do animated stuff. Oh, the, the animated stuff is like they <laughs> keep some fucking afloat. That, like, was, that was literally the only reason I cling to hope with DC because their animated movies that come out oh. are fantastic. I, I just you know yeah, I still love you know the. New Fifty Two entire run of cartoons that they did, yeah. And yes, they ended it horribly, like the worst they could possibly end it. Um, oh, that was such a sad ending, uh, the Apocalypse War ending. Like, yeah. what the hell? But the, the, you know, still, it was still the great series. <laughs> but yeah, the, even even the recent ones, like I watched um, uh, Super Sons, which is the uh, one with the son of the like Jonathan Kent, the son of mm. Superman and yep, Damian yep. Wayne. That was really it was a different style of animation. Uh, kind of, sort of like into the Spider Verse, but um, yep. it was, I loved it. It was solid. Like they, they just know how to do it. You know, ninety nine percent of their animation movies are, are great. No, no, you know what I mean? They're all, they're all, they're there. Solid, solid films. Yeah. So um, look, if that's how they want to start it, I have complete faith in their animated stuff. Yeah, I, I, we won't touch on it too much because it's the most boring one. Yeah. They're doing a Waller TV series. Yeah, but okay. yeah, okay, you yeah. got that. But Chris, um, it will. In- Feature the team uh, Peacemaker. Yep. Team. 
So the Peacemaker is going to be in it. And it's going to be written by Watchmen's Crystal Henry and Supernatural's yep. Jeremy Carver. Yep. So good writing team. I don't know. Look, again, good, good writing team. But I, like, we'll see what happens with You'll that see. one. I'm, that one's my, the most, that, one's, that one I'm the most like, eh, on. Can I, can, I, can I just say something about the next one? Mm-hmm. What? Okay. Are, you, are you reading the same article as I am, are you? Probably. <laughs> uh, this, this next one, now, you remember we talked about James Gunn bringing across the Guardians card? Guardians car? I'm thinking exactly what you're is, thinking. Is Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt has boosted the goals. Boost the goals. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've seen a lot Gun. of people talking about... Um, okay, if yeah. he's not booster gold, then what is the point? If he's what not is the booster point gold, of no... bringing... So booster gold, booster gold is um, uh, a time traveller. So he's he's from, I think, uh, maybe four or five hundred years in the future. And he's... No, it's, 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 way, it's, way, it's way further. Okay, I'm... yeah, I'm not 100% sure. Booster gold hasn't been written about for quite a while. Um, yeah, but yeah, from, he basically like, comes I, I, from the future. I think, from like, I think he's from like the three thousands. I think he's mm. from like the well, well into the future. He loves endorsement deals because he's the only yes. superhero that has like literal Pepsi and Coke emblems <laughs> on his costume because he just wants to make money. Um, yeah, and basically has a has a little robot uh, called Skeets who relays all the information so he knows when crime, massive events are going to happen and all that, and make sure that he's there and and uses it to his advantage and. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be, it's, 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 I would really, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing a Booster yeah. Gold TV. It's cool because he was obviously he's a huge fan. Booster, like, is it like, um, John, Car- um, uh, Michael John Carter is a huge fan of like Batman, Superman, like yeah. all of the heroes, and even the co- and the costume he actually steals and all, all uh, appropriates. It wasn't even his, it wasn't yeah. even like that's not even his. This is basically a hero's costume that he managed to get like to steal that, that was an actual hero. Um, and the cool thing was, is he's when he goes back to time, he's trying to go back and he's trying to like, he's trying to basically do the big hero moments and replace himself as like replaces himself as like replacing Batman playing Superman. But he's so terrible that he <laughs> <Yep>. can't. <laughs> and he's so like, he's not a hero. He's a dude in a suit that has got the power. He just now. he just got some time traveling yeah. stuff and yeah, and and like it's just it's Wait, really funny. So are you saying terrible. he's like a time traveling kick ass? No, he's more. He's more like he's got the sense of humor of a Deadpool. Yeah, um, yeah. He's more like smart ass. You know, he he literally, yeah, he literally. You'll see him before a big fight with the Justice League with a bad villain. You'll see him standing on a rooftop just looking at his clock, counting down because he knows exactly what's going to happen and just getting ready, <laughs> pumping himself up just to push himself right into the limelight because he knows yep. what's going to happen and um, fails every time. Yeah. And he oh, essentially, yeah. essentially, in his own universe, in his own time, he just he's a football player who got injured and yeah. um, had a dead well, end life until he, yeah. So I think it was like I think it was some of the stories. Like yeah, he was he was he played, he played it for Gotham U, but got injured before he go yeah. professional. Was a janitor at this like superhero archive, like, yeah. like the Hall of Heroes, and they basically just stole the costume. But then yep. <laughs> basically yeah. became a hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is which, um, I, which I love. So I'm like going, yeah. Now, look, now, and look, you're you're right. The, re- the only reason you do Booster Gold is because you've gone to Chris Pratt and said, hey, Chris Pratt, do you want to do Booster Gold? He'd be like, yeah, all right, no worries. Yeah. It really would be perfect. Um, it would. Yeah. No, he is perfect. Yeah. Just, now, just... Now, now, Chris, the, the next one I know you're going to be extremely excited about, Lanterns. The Green Lantern Corp. Yes! 
Well, not really, uh, not not really, not really the full core at the no. moment. Yeah, look, look, look it's, no, and, and, it's like it's it's like Green Lantern buddy cops, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and look, I am I am a little bit of a pissy boy when they first said <laughs> it was a terrestrial adventure, and I was going, oh, that's I don't want the terrestrial adventure. I want the full lantern. But, but again. This is a TV series. Mm-hmm. The full lantern call to show a lantern call doing real la- in space is really expensive. So yeah. I understand why they want. To. So I was like, yeah. I get why they're going. We'll set this on Earth because you know money. I'm like, I get, yeah. I get that. Like, like I get that. And the, and there are some fans. There's some people who are like going, oh, you know, Jonathan Stewart's better than Hal Jordan. No, he's not. Like I, I know, I know you have fond memories of Jonathan Stewart because of the DC cartoon series, but Hal Jordan is the greatest Green Lantern alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and also their worst enemy at one point in time, but that's a whole, that's a whole separate, yeah. other, whole separate other thing. But, but look, I think uh, I think that we're safe with these. You know, people are like, oh, but we're getting Green Lanterns in the TV show. Yeah, but look at what they're doing with you know the Penguin show. The they they can cross over here. It's not like we've got the CW verse and then we've got the DC. It's it's all combined together, and I think that's what people really need yeah. to understand. That they are, it is the same universe, whether it's a TV show or whether it's a movie. Yeah, because a lot of people are worried. I think that's where James Gunn's kind of got the leg up on Marvel now. Marvel did all these mm-hmm. movies and then said, "Oh, we'll do some TV series now." James Gunn's like, "Not both. We're going to yep. make them, you know, into and they're all connected." Yeah, and, and James Gunn's proven that he can do both. So he yep. can do a movie and he can do a TV show. So he knows. Exactly Peacemaker what he's was doing. fantastic. Like I, I just. Oh yeah, fucking just. Yes, exactly. Well, well, no, what, what secret? Don't be shit. All right. Okay. <laughs> let's go. Give fans what they want. Good idea. Let's 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 roll with this concept of of giving fans what they want, not telling them what they want. Just basically, you know. Yeah. <laughs> real, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Let's go with the real basics. Like, oh, you know, oh, it would oh, be perfect if John Favreau just came over with Jet. You know, he's like, you know mm. what? I've had enough of Kathleen Kennedy. No. <laughs> uh, I- I think he. I think because because uh, he's Mandalorian. I think no. No, but you see, if he le- if he leaves, yeah. if he leaves Lucas, that's the death yeah. of Star Wars. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. If, and like, I'm not sure if they that will that. that will kill the Star Wars universe more than the Last Jedi did. Oh, <laughs> hundred percent. Having said that, what Ryan with Green mm-hmm. Lantern on one final thought? Yeah. Do you think? That they'll make their battery lanterns look cool or their traditional lantern style design. Look, I'm happy with New 52 style. It's literally, it's not the old school, you know. I'm I'll keep why why mess with something that's good? Like, why do we have to oh look, it's an it's now like it folds out of my phone or some shit. Like just go <laughs> with the go, look, they had it already where he could literally you just need to have the lantern with you. They had a version which does shrink down, but it still remains a lantern. Why, if it ain't fixed, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yep, yep, yep. Look, I, 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 I just, yeah, that's that's those that's, that's one of the weirdest things I agree. Land is like, um, you know, yeah, they basically carry this little portable, like a little charger with him in, in battle. <laughs> yeah. And... Well, don't we, don't we all, Chris? Don't we all just carry portable chargers with us for our phones? Oh, hey, look, I, yeah, no, look, <laughs> don't fault him for that. Hilariously, that he's like, you know, and, and you know, there's a joke that's going, oh, he's a, he's a, he's he's weak against the color. Like he's weak against wood. It's like no, that was the, that was a, the old version. That's not the new yeah. version. They go, oh, he's weak against yellow. It's like no, he's not weak against yellow. 
He's weak against the power of fear, yeah. which, yes, it projects a yellow color, but just be, you can't just paint yourself yellow and punch Green Lantern. That's not how that fucking works. <laughs> although, although I wish that that could be a great filler episode on the TV show. It's like a, a, a supervillain decides to just paint himself yellow and then how do you... Oh, no, no, I would love that. him just, in the just, face. Yeah, oh. and just basically him standing there like, what? Wow, like, <laughs> no. it's, it's like, like, creates a giant green fist and like destroys him. <laughs> that, that, that'd, that'd be a boost to gold moment. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, oh, and, and look, I, look I, I love the lantern call. Like, like, and um, you know, and I want them to like if they don't, if they don't at least once an episode say the oath, I will be very disappointed. Yeah, Chris, I have a feeling that that's going to be the opening credit sequence. Oh no! Like, I want to see. Like, I want to see them say the oath. And again, it is not a Green Lantern where Hal Jordan and John are injured. They can't win. Their lantern shattered. But they say the words, and that that, that gives them the pat the final power to like motivate themselves through for no apparent reason. But that's what makes it awesome. Is Chris, um, say it, say the oath. You got to say the oath in your Hal Jordan. I know it off by heart. Oh, look at you! Aren't you better than I? Okay, am. Ryan, you do it. You do it, Ryan. If you're, you're in brightest good. day, in blackest light. No, with night. feeling. With feeling. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Ryan, here here's okay. 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 Ryan. I am Sinestro, you're Hal Jordan. I've thrown you down. I've shattered the ring. I've also I've also coated the actual lantern from Oa in uh, in yellow so you can't access the power. And I'm like, and it goes, if you had first joined me, Hal Jordan, we could have ruled together. But now you will be destroyed with the rest of the core. In brightest day, in blackest night, let no evil escape my sight. No, something, no, something, something. Let those who worship <laughs> wow. the evil's might. might. Beware my power, Green Lantern's light. Yes. That, see, that scene has been played a thousand times in a million different comics and a very different, various uh, versions of that scene. is very, you know, And, and, it's, and a I don't know. it's a key. I'm, yeah, not, no, no. I'm not convinced that you got that right. No, no, he did. What, really? in, yeah, it's in, in brightest day and blackest night, yeah. let no evil escape my sight. Oh, no evil shall escape my sight. No evil shall escape my sight. That's, yeah. my that's, sight. that's, the, bit. that's the bit. Let yeah. those who worship evil's Liz might, might. where the letters, yeah. Yeah. Would Set, be where uh, my power green lens. Seven out of ten. I'd even, I'd even be okay if that's how they got the lantern, like they summoned the lantern by saying the oath. Well, the oath, okay is how they re- the oath is how they recharge their uh, rings. Yeah. But if so you want to go... Rather so, than so, so, around a lantern, I'd be happy for him to say that the lantern appears and then he charges the ring. Yeah, yeah. And so when they're saying that they're the one, you know, they're reciting the oath, they're, they're charging their ring and they're, they're, they're getting themselves up for you know, a huge battle. And um, they, they just did the animated cartoon series with um, with uh, Jonathan, uh, with, mm-hmm. with Stuart. And when he first charges the ring, he said the oath and he's like, I don't really mean this. But then at the end, he goes, I finally understand what the words mean. Yeah. And then he said it with purpose. I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that is exactly what you... Oh, see, this is, I might be I might be a little bit excited about the Green Lantern yeah. thing, but no, <laughs> like, again, uh, but I've been burnt before. I have been burnt before. Yeah. I remember Ryan Reynolds' version. I have been burnt before. Yeah, but in Deadpool 2, that's been erased, so... Yeah, good. that doesn't exist anymore. And also, has James Gunn ever let you down? Actually, no. I don't. I honestly can't think of one movie that I like, nope. I've seen that he's ever gone like. And I've, like, I've seen. Thing. I've even seen some of his early stuff, and it's still just as good. And he made he made the greatest series on on YouTube called PG Porn, and it is the with <laughs> with, 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 with um Nathan Fillion, and it is the funniest fucking thing in the universe. So like again, like, <laughs> the dude, the dude, just like 
the dude is gold. Yeah. And yeah, look, I would love for him. I want Green Lantern to do well because I want I want the War of the Light. I, I want the War of the Rings. I want them to bring in the Red Lantern. I want them to bring in like all of them. Ah, we will see how well it does and how well it doesn't mm-hmm. do. Last now, on, last on their list is Paradise Lost. Yes, the Games of Thrones style series <laughs> based on Themyscira, which I don't know how you do a Games of Thrones series with only one continent and one group. Well, I think they're just saying it's Game of Thrones like in terms of. Visuals. How they're going to do the yeah visuals and how they're going to produce it kind of thing. Um, this but is but the if, one that if, this if, is the one yeah. that I'm most Chris, worried about. There's no games and there's no thrones. All right. No, so, again, yeah. if they were smart, which I'm not sure they are. Again, look, if they wanted to do Themyscira, and they wanted to do a sort of Games of Thrones kind of like themey story, you do the Themyscira Atlantean War. For a TV show, they do have a Game of Thrones admit- war between kingdoms. Yeah, yeah, but, but I, I, I don't think they're ready to dabble in crossing things yet. But this, but this would be because no, because you wouldn't do it in currently where there is Wonder Woman and there is Aquaman. You said it where Atlantis was still an, uh, an above ground kingdom where yeah. they, they haven't sunken yet. So you said that that's the area you'd set the yeah. the Atlantis well, it, war it, at. It says it says here in this article that they the uh, Wonder Woman's probably not even going to be in it. It's more about the yeah. place. The, the Amazon uh, race. Yeah. Now, are they all going to sound like Gal Gadot? <laughs> well, no. Well, it depends on who they cast as Wonder Woman. Then they will they will indeed get the Sound entire, like the actress. Yes. So the whole cast and crew probably have to imitate the actress. Pretty much. Yeah, it is easier for all you to do her accent than for her to learn <laughs> yours. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look, honestly, this is this is probably the one that I have the least interest in. And when I say the least interest, I mean like I'm still going to watch it. <laughs> Great. But um, it's because like um, you're right, gay, isn't right. it, right? <laughs> <laughs> an island of women don't appeal to you. Oh, no, shocking! No, no, no. I know, right? <laughs> an, an island of Spanish this is, cabana this is, boys, and that's is, a different this, story. No, this is discriminatory because I sat this through uh, this. I sat through three hundred, and I no, liked no, it. I, I, you <laughs> and know I'm what? a straight man. You know what? I actually just only just thought of that then. I'm like, wow, that's going to come up. No, no, it's just, it's more though because, like, it, it's the history, and and I will probably enjoy the history, but I've never been a massive Wonder Woman fan to begin with. And, and, um, and look, and I would I would agree on that one. Yeah. What, what makes Wonder Woman interesting isn't Themyscira. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's just where she came from. Like that's like it's one of those. It's, uh, what makes just, Wonder yeah. Woman interesting is is the interaction she has with the people yeah. of you know, the earth outside of the world outside of Femiscua, you know, but I get you've got to tell a story, but yeah. uh, look, at the end of the day, I'm still going to watch it. It's probably yeah. still going to be great, but it's just okay. the one that I have the least interest. It's like, it's like saying it's the worst flavor of ice cream. You know what I mean? We, they they yeah. all, they're all amazing, but one of them has got to be my least favorite to watch. Yeah. And at the moment, and that's I, what I think, I think it's probably all about building the world feeling yeah, connected and all yeah. that stuff too. And he so. wants to do it right. And I respect that. I respect I, I as I said, in Gun We Trust, I have not he's not let let us down yet and he's been making movies for twenty odd years. So yeah. Um, now, movies and TV, I should say. So let's let's talk about some other thing on this particular topic just quickly. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. that they announced that Shazam's gonna still come out. So and the, oh, the yeah, hinted very yes. much 
they hinted sort of they 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 didn't they sort of hinted very much that this was going to be Elseworlds. So I'm not, but yeah. no, said that no, they, well, they no, because he said he's he said they all tie in, um, with like I don't know where Shazam comes. No, Shazam leads into Flash, I think, and then Flash leads into Aquaman two. Yeah, so flat. Yeah, so Shazam leads into Flashpoint. Yeah, which, let's be honest, that's what they're doing now. They're doing Flashpoint. Yeah, they're resetting the university. Like, and he recently even said he's not doing a. It's not a hard reset. It's like a. Some things will change. Some things stay the same. So that's like a. So basically, like, Jason uh, Momoa is uh, still around. <laughs> and so, I honestly think that will Shazam be part of this new DC DCU? If it makes money at the box office, yes, I would see a hundred percent. They'll go. Yep, this is now part of the. This is now part of it. Same the same with um Blue Beetle. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually like. That's I actually really like Blue Beetle as a character. So well, like, that's oh, got um that's got the guy from Cobra Kai in it as as um uh jeffy riaz or whatever with the blue beetle they're not doing the yeah, Ted Cord. yeah yeah they're not doing so the original blue beetle with ted cord i think ted cord has a bit of a part in this movie but it, they're going with the, yeah, the yeah. Reyes or yeah or as as the white people would say jamie Reyes, yeah. but that's not that's not how you say his name it's Jaime when, Reyes. when, when mm. you're talking about shazam i think look if any movie is going to be a part of the new gun birth it's Shazam has the least ties to any of yeah. the other. Like you've got Aquaman, he's been in the Justice League. You've got yeah, you know, Shazam has had nothing to do with any of the other movies, really. Apart from so, Superman's not, yeah, but, not his head yeah, being exactly. shown, is he? You know? yeah. uh, but that and, and that's the, that's exactly right. It could be yeah. any Superman, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think but uh, then again, the first Shazam movie didn't make too much didn't make as yeah. much. I don't and, think and it's again, that it's been, again. Because it came out around Endgame. Yeah, worst timing ever. Yeah. But yeah. Having said that, DC is not afraid to cancel movies. So the fact that they're letting Blue Beetle go ahead is is like they like so a hundred percent James Gunn got to watch Blue Beetle. Mm-hmm. And then he said, Okay, cool. No, release let's let's release it. So and James Gunn probably thought worst case this could be an elseworld story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you know, obviously, he's thought it's, it's uh, well enough that because he hasn't he hasn't hundred percent said it's in, no. But he hasn't hundred percent said it's not in. So I think he's going to basically just release it and go like, if it doesn't does it well, he'll be like, yeah, of course, it's always been my plan to have this one inside of the DCU. Yeah. <laughs> like, and and Aquaman, like, like if Aquaman makes it a billion dollars again, they'll be like, of course, of course, Jason yeah. from Aquaman's <laughs> part of the DC the DC. What what were you thinking? Like, of course it is. Like, it's, oh. it's but see, that's where he can get away with it with by doing Flashpoint. He can yeah, just say yeah. certain things stay the same and certain things are affected. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. No, I, I agree. I think um, that, I that's think the wait and see that we're really going to wait and see for. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't I, think I, do, I, I don't do think Shazam's going to well. do well at the box office. I, I really no. don't. I want to see it because it's a fun movie, but it's not going to do great. Oh, it's not going to do well. No. Um, and. Which is which is again? It's a it's it's a shame that they have to call him Shazam. Yeah, and and the only reason why that because like, they can't call him Captain Marvel because obviously you know yeah people people are stupid. <laughs> but then he's the only superhero that can't say his name in a yeah. press conference, or else it'd be really embarrassing if he didn't. Like, what's your name? Shazam. Oh, my name's Shazam. Oh, what's this? <laughs> kid do- what's this kid doing here? What the hell? <laughs> my my name is S H A Z hyphen A M apostrophe. Can you say that loud? No, I cannot. No, I cannot. <laughs> no, no, I, Why? I, because I have no. a secret identity. 
no, which he, is actually a twelve-year-old boy. No, he'd carry around business cards. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? Yeah, yeah take a card. <laughs> but yeah, look, I think this is. I think then, um, this is. Then, I think this is going to be the last Shazam movie we're going to get. And then his phone oh. ring. His phone rings, and he's like, "Hello, Shazam." <laughs> <laughs> He just got me. Well, he just call himself Mr. Zam. There you go, Mr. Zam. Oh, that's funny. Or, or maybe it's just about how he pronounces it. Yeah. Because I am Shazam. Shazam. What is, what's your name? Shazam. Shazam. Uh, Shazam. 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 Yeah, my name's Shazam. That's the Australian version. Yeah, yeah. Shazam. Uh, but it's really, it's really funny that how long ago that other movie was, the first one that is that the girl who played like. Oh yeah, she's um, too old. Like the girl. Now has now grown up into a full grown like mm. a, yeah. adult woman, and she's meant to be like fifteen. She's twenty six, but she's old enough now to play the older version of herself. In yeah. the, in, in, <laughs> like and so, she's playing the she's playing both versions. Like other kids are still looking kids, and then they have like the the adult the adults yeah, playing yeah, them. Yeah. She plays both because she's like literally yeah. like going, well, yeah, that's a twenty six year old hottie. So <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess, I guess she's doing both roles. It's the it's the kind of characters that you need. You probably need to film two movies back to back yeah yeah like yeah. You got, like like you know particularly teenagers they like you know they go from like these fugly humans to like you know to their full-grown adult adult oh, no. sizes in like I, flash I, the eye. i'd say between 10 to 15 year old when you hit 15 16 you just yeah yeah because she was she was yeah so 2019 was when they first did it now now and like yeah so she aged up quickly <laughs> yeah. that's funny yeah um yeah, look, I, I would love, I would love that movie to do well, but it's not going to. I don't. No, it, I reckon it'll be like the last one. It'll be so so. It might, it might break even, but it's not going to make a billion dollars. If anything's gonna, I honestly think if anything's going to affect, if anyone's going to carry over, it's going to be Aquaman. Yeah. And how good would it be? How good would it be if if we got a Justice League led by Jason Momoa's Aquaman, and he's got to teach these. These Other youngsters, heroes. yeah, yeah, these youngins, these yeah. these, yeah. Because who I says Aquaman has to be the same age yeah. as Batman and Superman? Exactly. Yeah, and he's Atlantean. They always have this weird aging I, thing, anyway. I, and l- let's be honest, everyone's too scared to let Jason Momoa go. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm pretty sure two I'm things is going to happen. He's going to yeah. either get to stay on as Aquaman, or he's going to be cast as Lobo. Either way. Yeah. So either way, he's going to stay on. But yeah. it, basically, it's going to be you know as Aquaman. Or Lobo, depending on whatever they decide, mm-hmm. but they're going to keep they're going to keep the Momoa across. Like they yeah. decide that that the, the side because he did someone... have that meeting and he was very he said everything went great. So yeah, he was extremely yeah. excited. So yeah. basically, like I would imagine that he was excited because they like um they basically said like oh you know we're going to keep so they got other said they're going to keep you or they they said to him like we're going to keep you and if the movie doesn't do if Aquaman doesn't do well we will we'll just you're you're just going to come across as Lobo. So yeah. either one either way you yeah. um. But apparently that's what they're doing with the reshoot. That's what the big reshoot of Aquaman was recently. Was basically to, to tie it in, retooling it, like taking yeah. away all of like the uh, taking away Gagodot and taking away all of like the apparently there was some other cameos like to remove all that and make it more like in the new universe. So I was like, okay, let's, yeah. Yeah. Well, at least they're thinking okay. about it and they do. You yeah. know, that's fine by me. It's only if they can recast Amber Heard. Then yeah, let's do yeah, something. <laughs> <laughs> Well, With Kat Graham, let's do it. Well, um, <laughs> before we wrap it up, fellas. Um, oh shit! It's a, yeah, Chris, yeah, yeah. You, you you sent us this message the other day, 
and saying, this is so cool. We have to do this. And it was about, yes. why don't you tell us about um, Emily Dickens and her poems? So, or Emily Dickinson, sorry. So I was online and some random thing came up in my YouTube or sort of Facebook feed and basically saying Emily Dickens uses specific um, format in her poems and as, as do a lot of other poem writers, they use a, they use a very specific format, like often when they're writing a, a, turn, a tonal format, I can't remember what it's called now, it's like, seven, it's like, it's like the syllable like seven, four, six, or like whatever that, but it fits perfectly with the Pokemon theme song. <laughs> and so... <laughs> I found a few and then I found other songs and other things that fit the Pokemon theme so perfectly. Basically, we're going to test the theory. I'm going to test the theory. So, I will go first with Amazing Grace. <laughs> oh, so you're not doing Emily Dickinson, you're doing... No, no, I'll, leave, I'll leave you guys with the Dickinson's. I'll, I'll start with Amazing Grace. <laughs> amazing Grace, how sweet the sound. That saved a wretch like me. Dun, 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 dun. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I'm blind, but now I see. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, yeah, okay, you know what? That... <laughs> <laughs> there it works. Holy cow. I'm never going to sing Amazing Grace the same again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to poke him on that shit all the time. Jamie? Well, I'm going to actually uh, pull up some Emily Dickinson. Uh, this one's called Griefs. Um, it was written a very, very long time ago because she, she was like born in 1830. So <clears throat> I measure every grief I meet with an analytic eyes. Dun, 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 dun. I wonder if it weighs like mine or has an easier size. Dun, 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 dun. I wonder if they bore it long or did it just begin? I could not tell the date of mine. It feels so old and pain. Pokemon. Yeah, say that. Dickinson. (laughs) Dickinson. (laughs) It works. works. All right, Ryan, what have you got? Ryan. Uh, I have a a, uh, one called I Taste a Liquor Never Brewed. Okay, so this is is again an an, uh, Emily Dickinson. Very long time ago. So, yes. I taste the liquor never brewed from tankards scooped in pearl. <laughs> Not all the Frankfurt berries yield such an alcohol. <laughs> Inebriate of air am I and debauchery of Jew. Reeling through endless summer days from inns of molten blue. Pokemon. <laughs> That uh, works. That works. That works. Okay, I'm never gonna read poems ever again now. Like I think, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like when, when every time someone says they like Emily Dickinson, all I'm gonna think is like of a Pokemon theme song now. <laughs> oh, so if, you, if you guys have any Dickinson songs you want us to sing, uh, or poems you want us to sing in the same themes, of if you're if Pokemon. you're a fan of poetry from the 1830s, send us an email. <laughs> yeah, yeah, send us a telegram. The show in the fictional at gmail.com. Um, yeah. <laughs> Outstanding. Outstanding. Well, not another big shout out to our sponsor, Rebecca Castles and the Rising Dawn series. And congratulations again. She is going to be bringing another human into the world. Or um, werewolf. Or werewolf. Are you ever really born a werewolf, though? Yes, I actually watched a TV show this week which 
which um, I was going to talk about, that actually does have <laughs> werewolves born. Ooh. It's, a show, it's a new show called The Pack on Paramount Plus with oh. Sarah Michelle Gellar. It's actually really good. Okay. New take on werewolves. Interesting. <laughs> well, we'll probably save that for next time because we've had quite not, a lot. Not as good as Rebecca Castle's The Rising Dawn series, but if you're a fan, <laughs> check it out. Check out Sarah, Miguel, Sarah Michelle Gellar. I had, she was my first uh, celebrity crush mm. in high mm. the high school days. Mm-hmm. So she cruel, she caused, cruel she, intentions. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so she caused your your household to go through a little bit more Kleenex and palm olive than usual. No, no, she just gave me wowzers in my trousers. Oh wowzers! Uh, yes, trousers. cruel okay. intentions. A fantastic film. Well, she was also in that Buffy though. I yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was also in Buffy. Which is, uh, <laughs> But yes, it's, it's it's very similar to Rebecca Castle's Rising Dawn series on Amazon and Kindle. Yeah. Well, yes, guys, we're going we're gonna to wrap it up. So, um, yeah, if you have stories, send them to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. If you have any hate mail, thoughts, random trivia, whatever, you can contact us uh, at the true and the fictional at gmail.com or stories underscore podcast on Instagram. And as we say every single time at the end of our show, "Twas a great that taught my heart, taught my heart to fear the danger." <laughs> <laughs> and we bid you adieu. Adieu. Adieu.